So goddesses, how many of you have experienced a perfect checklist life? Got a good degree, then got married, then had kids, then travel places. You got wonderful parents, you got wonderful in-laws, you got a supportive spouse. And still something was not complete. You were feeling hollow. Today we have a goddess who have been there and she asked herself this question what is wrong when everything appears so right so today's goddess shall share her story when everything appears right but it's not so please put please put your hands together for goddess smriti joshi Hi Smriti welcome to our show Planet Aphrodite with Meenal how are you I'm doing good today thanks for having me over Meenal That's lovely Smriti so Smriti what you are doing is so commendable in today's time especially during today's time you know it it, it makes all the more it's so much needed so i would like to know the younger smriti story you know how was your life earlier prior to the challenge how were things in your life and everything yeah so um, see i'm born into the family of academicians my parents have been teachers and uh, uh, we've i've grown up in a despite they being teachers uh, my mom and my dad had very different mindsets uh they were both very protective but my and they also wanted me to explore a lot and there were a lot of learning opportunities provided at the same time there was also the usual uh, instructions around you know also do this learn this uh, more in terms of the home course and tasks continue to you know kind of learn this it came a little later maybe as compared to if i see my cousins maybe for them it started earlier for mm-hmm. me it started around my college time but i suddenly saw that um, pressure increase a bit in terms of picking up on whole home course despite mm. the fact that i was into academics and i uh, enjoyed uh, my field which is psychology reading it volunteering for it so i would always try to keep up to continue with my passion studying in this but extra time or extra energy going into other stuff i don't regret it in fact i think today those things which i have learned Uh, at that point in time multitasking juggling with many things including uh, you know various kind of uh, demands and from the family etc it's helping me now deal with the stresses better and um, uh, then uh, once i did my mphil uh, a reminder popped up that you know uh, you've studied enough and now you know you think to, you think uh, about marriage it's important that you think of companionship and moving ahead in your with your life's others goal other goals as well um it wasn't on my mind i had wanted to take up my phd directly after my mphil um but i was reminded of how biological age uh you know doesn't wait for anyone you know in subtle ways and you need to kind of move on with it and um, i also saw my parents uh, my brother had got married and i i had this in mind that okay you know they want to do it in, at a time when they're also very active right and they can uh, you know get the formalities done in a happier in a way where they are healthier and they right. take care of things and i had done my mphil i, I was licensed eligible for clinical psychology so i was kind of ready to enter the field so i thought okay fine you know we could look at the phd later 
uh, it's all right uh, i uh, my uh, it was an arranged marriage i um, got into a very progressive family again like they were educated background my father in law is a retired doctor from the army and my mother in law is also uh, a masters from her times and she had picked, done a lot of activities with uh, women from the army the army wives etc right and uh, they were very supportive with my work etc everything and uh, again reminders around the biological clock ticking were coming in and um, i have also never uh, had decided that i would be a very very career oriented person and i wanted a good balance of both and uh, so we had our first child within like around 2 years of our marriage mm-hmm. and uh, post that uh, my husband uh, got an opportunity to go to the us okay and uh, i was into a private practice at that point in time and um, it could be wrapped up as compared to you know uh, a decision on whether we should be staying where we are or we should not take this opportunity there was a lot of um, uh, you know you 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 think it's a land of opportunities dreams your children will grow up in a different country they will have a different experience and my husband was getting a good opportunity and uh, so we decided to move on with it right and uh, during one of these uh, uh, you know times when i dropped my phd or maybe when i moved to us and wrapped up my practice in delhi uh, it it was not a regretful decision at any point in time it was like just going with the flow sure. of your yeah. life and the demands that life is bringing up on you right. and looking at which demands could have um, consequences i could bear with and as till now to this point in time it was um, uh, no consequences seemed too large to not being able to handle and uh, i had the support i could talk to my family members i could talk to people and uh, i was always into books and uh, i was more into uh, you know i like cooking so everything was very picture perfect in that sense mm-hmm. that okay it's a new phase we'll enjoy this new phase and i think the most challenging phase then if you say started for me with my uh, movement to the us mm-hmm. and uh, Uh, it was an enjoyable phase we saw many places i would have never imagined uh, to share a little secret i hadn't even got my passport made till i got married because i wanted to stay in india mm-hmm. i wanted to work in india i wanted to be around parents uh, and family members i'm a very social person mm-hmm. so i like to have my network and my safe space right. Right. I, that gives me a lot of strength and security and uh, i think that is that movement suddenly took away all that from me the uh, you know uh, so they were there uh, all virtually but that physical space which you right. could share with them reach out to them talk to them discuss concerns with them or just share happy moments with them invite them over have them over cook for people which i like doing so suddenly yeah. all of that kind of stopped right and also stopped my professional journey because i was on an h4 visa Right. and little did i know that uh, we were not allowed to work on an h4 visa uh, my research was poor like i said i had no passport so <laughs> i had never kind of ventured and explored uh, that you know what the, what happens on an h4 visa what are the kind of opportunities and i always thought visa status could just be changed and psychology was such a popular subject in the us right. it came from there almost like a right uh, uh, to to india and i was like okay i have my license from my country it's the highest course that one could do 
and uh, what struggles would I have? I mean, I would just go maybe wait for uh, a year or so, kind right. of to settle down, or maybe study something there and get get into it. But none of that happened, and uh, that's where the challenges emerged for me. So, thanks for sharing, and <clears throat> I'm just you know feeling your life happening in front of my eyes, and I'm sure goddesses would like to know you being a psychology student what were the challenges you faced and it's so human to face challenges you know that's that's the another point you know if you are a doctor if you're a cardiac surgeon you can still have a heart attack right yeah so, totally because you're human finally you remain human so i would like to know what are the challenges that you faced and what happened during that so continuing from where i left the story um, like i said that there are so there are lots of things which i felt completed me like my social network my professional network uh, the safety of reaching out to my people physically not just uh, i mean on telephone calls or skype right. or something uh, so all of that was taken away i still had my husband my husband was earning pretty well his job was very well paying i had my little one and a half year old daughter so i i had all the time in the world to quality time in the world to give you know her and see her grow and play and that's what we all want uh, somewhere isn't it to be able to see your child grow slowly be a part of her first things first learnings and you know spend time with them but slowly i realized that none of it was giving me happiness right uh, i used to have this empty shallow feeling within me and um, the day would get over very robotically with my husband leaving in the morning coming back in the evening i'm doing all the home chores i tried to kind of pick up recipes there which were very american very english uh, get go do groceries get that kind of stuff get involved with library i help my uh, daughter like daughter get into reading i would get books for myself get books for her and uh, she started reading very early by two and a half three she was actually reading because that's all that we could do there or right. play word games and stuff like that right. so i could see the positives happening that she's beginning to read she's getting a lot of me time with me but still at the end of the day when i would lie down on the bed to sleep it was very restless it was like something is missing i couldn't pinpoint at that point in time what was right. missing and um, like you're saying being a psychologist people expect so in addition to any other role having that crown on your head that you you know about behavior science you know about right. how thoughts act and you should be able to take care of things and i was kind of carrying away carrying that cape with me that i have this extra edge because i am a psychologist right. and i should be able to understand my thoughts my feelings why am i feeling uh, empty why am i feeling shallow everything like you said you know people have everything in their lives and they can still feel emptiness and uh, not being able to answer why was a huge question um being there i then uh, created the social media accounts facebook uh, to start with there was orkut also back then yes <laughs> this was in 2010 9 or 10 i think so orkut facebook and you were right. seeing people share my peers my companions sharing their achievements you know so growing professionally from a psychologist to say an assistant professor taking up their phd's and um, i was constantly comparing and noticing the time passing so and we also moved locations in the us from new jersey we were initially there and then we moved to dallas 
and uh, i was like uh, okay my elder ones growing up maybe what will fill in is another baby right so we decided to have another baby and we had another baby and it was beautiful the entire journey uh, it's very different how they take care of you here in terms of the hospitals and how they take care of you how they pamper you there so that part was there my parents decided to come in and visit uh, during my uh, phase when i had to deliver my second baby and that was even more beautiful because i got some part of my <laughs> strong right. network back my right. parents were there with me and even when they were there with me again there were there was this restlessness and uh, people labeled it as hormonal you've mm-hmm. just delivered a baby right you know it's very hormonal it could be the blues and i was kind of challenging that because the blues had started much earlier right uh, i had lost my sleep much earlier and i was then questioning whether it was a good idea to bring the baby in this ta- at this time when i was already struggling with so much right and i was ne- figured out what it was and my irritability was increasing i think i had a lot of arguments with my parents while they were there about how to spend my day or uh, very well meaning advice that they would give or my husband would give would lead to some argument that don't tell me and i would get to hear oh you're a psychologist so you know it all and we can't tell you anything and i was like no it's not that it's not about me knowing what is right for me i don't even know what is going wrong with me right and um uh, the comparisons that had happened from social media profile seeing my friends growing my peers growing that still stayed even when my parents were there even when my baby was there and i uh, was advised that stay happy with your life you know it's a different life here maybe when your second baby grows up a little you could take up a phd here and again those hopes started rising that kind of uh kind of cushioned what i was feeling that okay now i could do my phd here which is a very you know looked after sought after thing right and uh, when i started exploring it um, it was very expensive and it was time demanding i also realized that i was worried about my parents health and i couldn't stay in us forever and right. i wanted to move back and that's the time i think um, my challenges got to the best of me i was depressed i was irritable i was uh, constantly fatigued tired the cooking the whole housework being with two girls seeing them grow up was no longer giving me as much fun as i had imagined and uh, that is when i decided to speak to one of my professors and i spoke to him and i shared with him all of this uh, of my experiences and he told me uh, smriti you've been doing it all right till now you know the all right like you have a list of things for yourself and your life and you've kind of done your mphil done and you've done it all in you know first division and then you got married and you got married to a very nice person and you've got a good house you've got good supportive in laws you're not being tortured by them right. your parents have been supportive right. and um, your fam you have two beautiful girls he says but i know knowing me from my uh college days he says you were always very aspirational and he says i feel that is that's aspirational part of you which is not being fulfilled and that's keeping you restless and you you build those dreams before coming to us you build those dreams that it will be a land of opportunities for me i couldn't even make through volunteering opportunities with my h4 visa it was so yeah. bad and it made me i then realized that i was questioning my self worth totally 
and it was my self worth which was kind of and there was this inner critic which had kind of come inside me like a jack in the box pops up right saying that you're not worth anything your academics is not worth anything your life is a waste all you're going to do is this work at home and i was also feeling guilty at the same time because i had never looked at this work as something which was not worth it it was something which i was enjoying earlier i enjoyed cooking i enjoyed decorating my house i enjoyed cooking for people when did it become so demanding on me that i was questioning my worth because of it that this is all what i will do as if it was a menial job and it wasn't right. a menial job right? right it's something which was once giving me pleasure and uh, i think that conversation with my professor because he was unbiased he knew me um he was not trying to parent me right and he gave me a very outright blank you know frank opinion about uh, my life and where i was heading and that actually got me thinking and it's then when i discovered that um, maybe I, he said you just try and think of what is it that you can control about your situation which you think is not being controlled as of now what part of it it could be academic you could restart academics by the smallest possible thing you could do or you could reach out to your older patients you are connecting with your parents on skype every time or your in-laws on skype every time why don't you try and connect with them and see how they respond that was the light at the end of the tunnel for me okay so after this life changing conversation with your um, professor even your face has lit up you know when you speak about it like you know yeah. your body language has changed and everything so what which which um, suggestion by him you took it up and you just ran with it what was it that happened afterwards it was academics okay so uh, i took up a course in telemental health mm mm-hmm. uh, us and um, we didn't have the mo- the kind of money it was uh, asking us to pay so i got up all my guts up and i wrote a letter to the director dr marlene mehu saying that if there's a scholarship opportunity mm-hmm. i would be willing to do anything to get that scholarship whether it means working for you and mm. luckily they had a work study arrangement okay and uh, the work involved handling social media for them okay and uh, uh, you know uh, which is something which i had not done and i was actually trying to keep away from social media given that a lot of my pain points were coming from there <laughs> and i was like okay uh, if that's something that i need to do to get this course yeah and i i said i would need some guidance initially and then i'll try and manage so i had to do all the promotional work i had to go through their courses to kind of review it and see if it was grammatically correct so all the house the housekeeping job for the articles right. sweeping things and all that stuff editing and stuff and also then preparing posts on multiple platforms uh and uh, reaching out to people and sharing them about the course and kind of you know writing articles on telemental health for them and sharing all that and uh, that was a very enriching experience because it was something which i had considered to be a pain point for me i wanted to stay away from my social media handles and there i was bombarding social media handles right left and center <laughs> with you know delhi behavioral health institutes uh, articles and promotional material and i was also getting my courses from them for free right so in a way i was earning it 
and i think uh, that made it appear as if challenges are not always uh, hardships right but they could also be opportunities right so that's you a, could it's a beautiful way of putting it you know how you look at it how you look at a particular situation yeah. right yes and i think it it actually that changed a lot for me so one was talking to my professor getting his opinion second was thinking over it and implementing it in some way the smallest step so it stuck to right. me he said don't make it big like a phd in the us right think of the smallest thing that you can do to begin with so it right. gives you some sense of accomplishment or confidence that it's it's all there in place nothing has been right. forgotten nothing has gone anywhere right. the feeling of loss that had come from not being able to do things that i wanted to do i think that uh, was very uh, disabling that i had lost everything i was feeling very yeah. empty because of that that right. abhi sab chala gaya you know i have lost everything right. so that all of doing all of this brought that confidence back that uh, whatever i had learnt in the past and whatever i am learning right now can be combined i can still get things back and it was not about being a financially independent person so in that sense my husband had never kind of said that okay this is what you will get as a pocket money i had the access to everything all his cards his wallet everything i had never uh, that but it was i think more to do with my own value system where i saw myself as a very independent person and um independent not just uh, financially or socially but also independent thinker to be able to right. decide for myself and i think i realized that i had not been able to decide for myself for quite a bit of decisions when i just went ahead with the flow right so i was just agreeing to certain decisions and in that i felt that i was losing myself so being able to take that decision that okay i have these responsibilities and uh, it's harder outside because you don't have the house help right these that, all those things are expensive so i know i have to take care of these things but i also have to do the work study obligation work and the study part so it's it's going to be hard but right. it it was it got uh, a sense of life back to me so it yeah. was my oxygen mask at that point in time <laughs> that's that's Which so me beautiful smriti i mean it's it's really powerful you know sometimes uh, it, it may appear overwhelming but that's that what brings the best out of you you know it it just brings out the best out of you and uh, that's yeah. powerful and smriti here i would like to ask something for our goddesses who may be feeling similar kind of situation in their lives in particular area of their lives and uh, which they feel they just went with a flow or they took some decisions which which is making them feel you know losing their self worth and shallowness that hollowness that loneliness so what is one gem that you would like to offer to our goddesses self compassion self compassion that's powerful. i think i had totally lost it uh, i had developed this weird very critical voice within me which was pinning me down that uh, what what fun it is to you know just loo give up everything and i was and it made me and also question like you know how good are you what is your self worth is this what you would do uh, you're not worth even getting a voluntary position here you know what good was your academics that you uh, invested in in india it's not worth anything 
the empel is a sham so i was so negative i was questioning everything right from my husband's gesture to offer something to me that don't try to be too nice to me because i don't need your niceness you know when he was trying to help me that okay at least i can do at least the housework i can do there's no need to be so nice to me so i was misinterpreting everything at that point in time right. um like i said the advices my parents were giving i was challenging them uh, and it was all because i was challenged i was just so believing of my own critical thoughts mm. i was not willing to look beyond my own critical thoughts about myself and anybody who would say anything i was just challenging it by saying that you are all wrong and it's these thoughts which are right i'm really not worth it so just let's just leave it let's not talk about it so that i had closed myself into a shell i was not talking to people about what was happening and uh, the gem would be or the that moment uh, or those moments which helped me were when i kind of realized and put myself at a distance and thought that what would have i said to a client of mine if they were going through this right would i agree with them and say yeah yeah your self worth is bad because somewhere i was agreeing with myself that yes my self worth was worth questioning i was feeling like an imposter at that point in time very fake like a fraud if somebody would ask me something and i would give them an advice and i was like look at you your own life is in such a dark phase and there you are going and giving advice to another person so why are you even doing it you know so pulling yourself up back from that low pit or that empty phase that i was in if it wasn't self compassion of how i would think or talk to another person going through a similar phase i think no amount of advice even from a professor would have helped and that's right. what he he he's the one who also kind of uh, he asked me this question that would what would you say to someone who was going through this would you say the same thing would you agree with that person yeah yeah you are right you are pathetic your self worth is just down the dumps because you deserve it he says do you believe in that and i think that made me question everything and that gave me the motivation to give it one more try and i'm so glad i gave that one mm. more try because after that there's been no looking back mm. i've only taken up more challenges maybe right. uh, because i also learned like i shared that uh, the hardships are something uh, which may make you feel like it's really difficult or you could look at it as opportunities that you are you know you're learning from and it will help you at some point in your life for sure sure that's that's so powerful thank you smriti for your gem and i'm sure uh, this interview is not enough for our goddesses to understand more about you so where can they follow you on social media now that you do not hate social media anymore no, i don't <laughs> yeah so where can they follow you so uh, i have a twitter handle it's called visa sai and uh, i How also write that? a lot w y s a and p s y from psychologist okay. so visa sai visa is the company i work for it is one of the best decisions in my life to come to this uh, place it was a very very tiny startup when i got into it but uh, it gave me that space the autonomy again to kind of challenge myself to do things which i had never done ever before in my life and i think i've i have now developed a kick for doing things which i have never done before in my life because each time i take them up it helps me see a new part of myself so that's also something 
our lovely goddesses could take away that never hesitate from taking that step because you never know what kind of doors it will open up for you wonderful so uh, instagram vaisasai and uh, uh, it's smriti joshi on twitter okay perfect and so my goddess facebook yeah. page is uh, again by my name okay smriti yeah perfect so goddesses uh, do follow her and just stay compassionate to yourself take all take all the smallest of opportunities that comes your way you don't know which door it will open you know it is key to which door you really don't know so in today's session first of all mental health or depression or anything related to mental health can happen to anybody who has a mind you know anybody who is alive it can happen to them like i said true. like a, a cardiac surgeon can get a heart uh, attack so first of all do not uh, shy away from the situation and take help listen to others and the candidly you have shared your story not many people will have shared it so openly you know i really appreciate your uh, we we can relate to you we can understand you and it was not a very strong position it sometimes we look around and we feel oh this person is doing so good that person is doing so good but you we do not know their journey which is the yes. toughest part so it's so inspiring to hear your dark space and everything you shared so candidly thank you so much smriti uh, it was wonderful having you on our show and i'm sure our goddesses will love this and they will share it with the world thank you so much thanks meeta for having me it was a pleasure sharing and i hope people do have some takeaways and i'm always there now so if they come on the social media have questions i'll be happy to answer wonderful wonderful thank you so much bye bye from today's session It was a very powerful interaction, a powerful sharing by Smriti about her life in all its candidness, with all its good, bad, and the ugly, and how she managed everything. Times we spend months and years being in our very stuck state, and with self-compassion, we can take the next small baby step, but a very powerful one. and you don't know how one door leads to another one and how it leads to the door of freedom and today she is helping thousands of people across the world in their mental health space so today whatever you are facing maybe it can help others do like and comment on this video and subscribe to this channel do share it with women who needs to hear the story You don't know whose life you are changing by your simple share. Increase your dose of self-love. It can cause miracles. Till then, take care. See you next week.